Stokies. Yeah, buddy. What's good? What's good? Welcome to the Knowledge Drop live podcast. This is Focus tuning in right straight from Helsinki. Flomo crew, bboydojo.com, Cypher Studio, and all that good stuff. We've got a special guest today, this time live over here at the studio. Jesse Duval, B-Boy Duval, represent US of A, good friend of mine, a world traveler, a person who's been working for various, various content uh, platforms on social media. So we'll touch some of these topics over here today. And we are here for Helsinki and, and FOMO anniversary this weekend. So how has Helsinki been treating you this far? Helsinki's been great. Finland's been fantastic. Flomo anniversary just around the corner, and I couldn't be more excited. If you've never been out here before, I recommend it. You know, it's it's a great time. Sweet. Hard to say yet because the jam is starting tomorrow, so we expect expect a great weekend coming up and a lot of cool things, cool cool parties, some dope battles as well, and overall good people and good times. So it's going to be fun. Good to have you over. Thank you for making that trip. Oh. That was from all the way from Colombia. To Miami, to London, to Helsinki, wasn't it? Yep, yep. Straight from Bogota, Ooh. up to Miami, up to London, over here to Helsinki. It was a full day of travel, but definitely, like I said, we don't know yet, but I think it'll be worth it. Could fit into 24 hours, so it was a full day, not over Over that. Mm, with the time change, it, it ended up being, like, time zone-wise, it was 24 hours. Yeah. But for me, it felt like like twelve. But from there to here, it's a nine hour time difference. So <laughs> a little bit of jet lag, but we're we're rolling. You did good, man. You did good. And you also had some background in the Scandinavia Nordic region, if I got that right. Some Swedish and some Norwegian background as well. So it's close to the motherland. Not quite, but still almost same same. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely reminds me it reminds me of home. Makes me think about my grandparents and my family, like lineage and stuff like that. So yeah, not exactly, but Finland right next door there, Sweden, Norway there. That's it. For anybody who's tuning in for the live, you can always post your comments. We can see them over here at the studio. And if you listen to the recordings, you can always hit us up at Bboard or join Instagram, for example, if you got any comments or anything like this. Cool. So can you, for the people who don't know you yet, maybe we start with the, with a small intro video. We can see one of your rounds so that people know who's, who's over here rocking with us. Dope, dope. When did you start to break once again? Yeah, I started breaking back in 2008 when I was about 13 years old. So it's been a while. Wow, that was a heavy round. That was a heavy round. Shout out to Track 2 tuning in. It would be awesome to have you on the show one day as well. So let's stay in touch and I'll hit you up later on. Thanks for the time. Can you share a little bit about that battle? What went down and how did you feel afterwards? There was a lot of heat. There was a lot of fire. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, a couple years ago at uh, Cypherside Studio uh, in St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, I just came back from Columbia. People hadn't seen me for a while. Um you know, so stepping away sometimes from any scene, you know, where people know you and then coming back, you build a little bit of a anticipation and going up against a, a pretty well-known guy uh, in the area, Keej. So it was kind of a, a hype battle and people were hyped to see it. And 
you know, high energy song. So I came out right out of the gate with uh, with high energy, but having a lot of fun, you know, and when I'm dancing, I'm, you know, I try to always have a good time. So <laughs> good, good. Who inspires you with the dance these days before we move on to social media and content and all that stuff? How about that? Who inspires you these days? Well, uh, I mean, the the same guys that that inspired me when I first started still inspire me to this day. And uh, I mean, so I started around 2008. Um, so, I mean, early on, I was watching a lot of Machine, whole lot of you, uh, Rocks Right. Um, yeah, I mean, so many Kid David, so many big names at the time, Nasty Ray. That was like the old Stripe TV days. Um, you know, YouTube was really just like starting off and kicking off in terms of like breaking footage. And, um, you know, there was a big scene over in Korea at the time. So like Rivers and Bourne and, and those guys, Casper and looking up to so many of these big names. And then years down the road, living in uh, Los Angeles and California, getting to meet these people, um, you know, it's something I never could have anticipated. But, you know, you stick with breaking long enough, you never know where breaking is going to take you. Yeah, yeah. And earlier on when we discussed about about what we're going to break, break about today was about the skill of networking as well and how to get connected with people. So often, like if you want to be around with breaking for a long time, then... It's not always about your your breaking moves. It's not always about your freezes, your power moves, not your top rocks. There's a lot more to it. One thing that you mentioned a lot was the skill of networking, the importance of networks and skill of creating them. Can you share some ideas about that? Like why why do you think it's so important and what to, should people kind of like pay attention to when they're going to gyms? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as a, as a B-boy, as a breaker, as a B-girl, uh, you know, You're always trying to, to do your best, put your best foot forward on the dance floor, but it's also equally as important doing that off the dance floor. And jams are perfect place for you to do that. You know, networking, um, you know, shaking hands, meeting people, not just the judges, but the promoters, everyone around you, you know, you can make your name in the in the cipher, you know, but then if no one even knows your name, you know, if you know, not everyone's in every single circle, you know, there's still work that you can do just simple things as, as making small conversation, introducing yourself, shaking a hand, you know, yo, I'm so-and-so from over here, you know, because if one or two people at least know, then if someone else says, yo, who was that guy? And they're like, yo, I was talking to him earlier. That's, that's Duval, you know, that's focus. He's from here. And they're like, a word, like, you know, and all of a sudden they might remember you for years, you know, and then your name gets spread around and you don't know if so-and-so has got connects with Red Bull or so-and-so has got connects with IB or next thing you know, they're throwing a jam in their country or their state. And they might be like, you know, who'd be a good fit for this? So-and-so, you know, Duval up in Minnesota, let's bring them out to Detroit. Let's bring them out to Texas, you know? So, I mean, Network networking is huge, especially if you're trying to make it as a breaker. You know, winning battles is one thing, but then teaching workshops, judging, um, and then even kind of what we what you mentioned about social media work. Uh, you know, there's so much going on with breaking. You're trying to make 
make it as a, as a B-boy. Uh, there's a lot of different ways you can support yourself breaking related work, even if it's not on the dance floor, under the spotlight. There's a lot you can do to get yourself out there and get opportunities. Yeah, yeah. I'm constantly surprised about your network. We've been working together for or for about a couple, couple years, about two years right now, two years plus. And every single time I'm like, okay, we should reach out to, let's say, Luigi or whatever. He's like, yeah, I know Luigi. And it's always like, I'm always surprised, like, okay, I know some people in Colombia. I know some people over here and there. I'm going to Korea for an event and stuff like this. So you, you're doing it big. Respect. Can you share a little bit of it, about your journey? We got the starting point now, but how did you get to uh, being in Colombia, being in Korea, being in, in Helsinki right now? Share us what's the journey like. Yeah, man, it's it's been a heck of a journey. Uh, <laughs> definitely couldn't have predicted it, but almost like I, I just explained, it's it's really just a little at a time, one step at a time. You know, you're introducing yourself, you're talking, you're meeting people. Um, you're just you're being friendly and you're being open to to anything because like i just mentioned you never know when that next opportunity is yeah you never know when someone's going to need someone um i was just hitting the circuit you know going to jams breaking everywhere this and that um you know talking to people being being nice you know i mean putting in work in the ciphers and you're not always the nice guy in the cipher But outside, you know, meeting people and you're just constantly expanding that community and that network. And, you know, you support other people, they'll support you. And pretty much where I went from just being a regular breaker, going to jams, uh, to being someone working behind the scenes and getting opportunities and getting flown out places. Um, I was good friends with a guy named Daniel Zhu, um, Stripes TV later into stance elements stance which many people might have heard of um he was getting more and more successful getting more and more work and uh, at the time he uh happened to be looking for an assistant and i threw my name out there just uh casual conversation we were actually in the hotel lobby of uh a silverback open where i also met you um uh, more than once and uh And he thought he told me he'd keep my name in mind. And and we talked more, you know, throughout the months, different jams, a little bit online. And that was in the fall of maybe four, five years ago. And a couple months later, that January, like, uh, we set up a call and uh, he got me trained in. And, and then I ended up working for three, four years with Stance, working on social media for the, the Pro Breaking Tour. Uh, Silverback, B-Boy events, my my UDEF, kind of handling social media and uh, Instagram posts, Facebook posts, and uh, all different uh, sorts of stuff, getting flown out to help with video work. And uh, the opportunities kept coming. Even recently, I worked on a, a Olympic documentary series with Daniel that premiered on the Olympic Channel, um, six-part series on breaking for the Olympics, one uh, country from each continent. And uh, we flew down to Colombia, filmed episode three on Luma, and I helped produce it and uh, helped translate it as well. Wow, that's that's impressive. That's a journey right there. 
And I guess building a career, the most important part is being at the right place at the right time. And if you're just staying home, then most likely nobody's going to come and pick you up from there. Like you have to put yourself out there and be at the events, be at the spot. And that's when you get caught up with working for other people like that. And also working for, for the dojo as a community manager for the last two and a half years. Can you tell slightly about about the work that you do with the dojo? Yeah, absolutely. So almost two years ago, um, saw a little post from, from Focus and threw my name out there once again. Because, I mean, if you don't speak up, no one's going to call you and, and say, hey, you know, got a job for you. If, if you're not putting work to get your name out there and, and apply, you know, Things don't, things don't come on their own. You know, even if someone is like calling you up, it's because they saw you battle, they've heard of you and they want you. So, you know, one way or another, you got to put in that work. And, uh, with the B-Boy Dojo, um, I got brought on as the community manager. So if you're familiar with the B-Boy Dojo and what we do here, um, if you're taking courses, I'm helping out, um, with the day to day, every day, uh, emails, questions, the coursework, the assignments, a um, little bit of editing here and there, uh, a little bit of uh, analytics here and there, um, but overall assistant and community manager helping things, you know, smoothly run, run flow. Nice, nice. I'm sure a lot of new new generation dream about, okay, I watch all the battles and stands, for example, or all the footage from Pro Breaking Tour, UDEF. How, how has been the experience for you? And, and uh, is there anything that you want to share about working for a big platform like that? <laughs> it's, it's been a ride. It's been a dream. Um, if you're breaking out there um, and, you know, you love breaking, but, you know, you're working and you're not motivated, but you want to work with breaking. I mean, there's anything you see that's breaking related. There's someone, you know, that's getting paid to do that. So, I mean, <laughs> there's so many opportunities out there when it, I mean, the music you hear, the videos you watch, the posts you read, the articles you read, everything, someone's doing that and it's breaking related. So you might be a great fit for that. Um, if you just put yourself out there and my experience with those platforms, um, have been nothing but great. Um, the, the people that I get to work with, the places I get to go, it's everything that I love about breaking and going to a jam and now I'm getting paid for it. Uh, so I couldn't be happier, you know, um, going to a jam, you know, meeting everyone, seeing everyone getting down to the ciphers, you know, and all those benefits. Plus, you know, you're putting in a little bit of work and you're going to do, you're going to do both at the same time. So, uh, I couldn't be happier with my time with stance elements with Dan, uh, great quality content when I've worked with Red Bull, uh, Red Bull treats great care of their people. Um, I've really got no complaints. I've been fortunate to been, you know, like you mentioned, all around the world. And hopefully I can continue to to do all that. Dope, dope. For anybody who's aspiring to become a professional b-boy or work within the scene, behind the scenes maybe, what would you be like? Uh, would there be like some sort of a words of advice for Yes, we already spoke about you got to go out. You need to put yourself out there. For example, about content creation, what, what kind of role would that be as far as getting yourself from the basement to the events, getting flown out, getting paid to do what you love? 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when it comes to content creation, first off, you have to start somewhere. So just getting yourself out there and, and doing it and then getting feedback. There's no such thing as, as bad feedback, even if it's negative. That's only going to help you and that's only going to help you improve. And in the year 2023, there's content everywhere. You know, you can see it all over the place and taking inspiration, taking ideas, uh, learning the foundation and flipping it. Um, you know, that's so key to, to being successful. And the more you can put yourself out there, the more you can have it be known and, and always trying new things and, and being open. Um, that's that's going to only elevate you more and more. And even myself, I'm always trying to learn, trying to level up. Um, skills and talent are important, um, but definitely the, the most important tip I can give anyone is to just treat others the way you want to be treated. In terms of working, no one wants to work with uh, a B-boy, a B-girl, or any person that uh, creates a negative space, you know, that creates a, a bad time. Everyone wants to have a good time, whether they're breaking on the floor or they're working, you know, at the office. So if you, you have a good time and you're friendly and you make it work easier, not just for yourself, but work easier for everyone and everyone on your team, they're going to want to bring you along for the ride and they're going to keep coming back to you and you never know where you might end up. <laughs> Simple as that. Simple as that. Words of wisdom right there. Traveling or uh, going from Colombia, going to Asia, to Europe, to back to USA. Any wild stories that you can share? What is your favorite spots? What is your favorite foods or anything crazy that happened along the way? Yeah, de definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been, like you said, Korea, Colombia, Poland, um, UK, Mexico, Canada, all over. Uh, so definitely have a, a story or two, but, uh, I've got one particular, um, for a while I was living down in Colombia in Bogota. Shout out to everyone down there. <laughs> one time, just like I speak about being open about, about business and work, um, be open about trying new things. And sometimes when you try new things, uh, you're going to make mistakes, you know, in work or otherwise. And so, um, down in Colombia, naturally speaking a lot of Spanish. One time, uh, friends of mine, they're, we're getting ready for the day and they wanted me to help out. So they asked me if I could go to the store and, uh, and pick up, pick up some, uh, ham sandwich meat, you know, for lunch, you know, natural. So as I'm uh, headed out the door, they're like, Jesse, oye, hazme un favor y nos trae, no, nos trae como jamón, eh, uh, jamón tajado, jamón para los sandwiches. And so at the time, my Spanish wasn't so good. Um, I'm out the door and I'm like, all right, come on, come on, come on, come on. More or less. I get the store. I'm like, what did they ask me to get? I'm looking at all the, the shelves and somehow come on had changed to Hawon, J-A-B-O-N instead of J-A-M-O-N. And so, um, and then... You know, they had been jamon, pollo, pollo, just chicken. 
and I see polvo. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, jabón en polvo, which that means laundry detergent in powder. So I buy a bag of laundry detergent in powder and I go back to the house and they're getting ready for lunch, hoping I've brought sliced lunch meat back, ham and chicken. Instead, I'm like, yeah, I got I got the jabón en polvo right here and I got laundry detergent for lunch. So <laughs> that was embarrassing. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. That's funny. Cool, cool. You never know where, where the world, where breaking takes you to buy laundry detergent in the store or whatever it is. That's funny. Cool. All right. So after Helsinki, what's the next destination? Are you back home? Yeah. After after Helsinki, you know, I've been on the road for a couple of weeks now. I was down in Colombia for a while. Now we're up here in Finland. Um, so might be a little bit time to go back to Minnesota, back to USA. But there's always something more just around the corner. You know, there's a lot going on right now with the Pro Breaking Tour. So you can see me around out there. Uh, freestyle Session Japan is coming up. So you, you never know. There's uh, a lot else the rest of the year. You know, we're only halfway done. And yeah, you, I, like I said before, you never know what might be coming your way. You just got to keep on putting in work and you never know where where next you're going to end up that next call you know people know you're a good guy you're you're a good girl good lady to work with you know they'll be like i know who i need i'm going to call up focus i'm going to call up duval he's going to be able to help us out and get the job done that's what's up awesome safe travels let's have a great weekend let's kick it battles cyphers parties let's do it and and who knows, catch Duval in the next jam right near you, all around the globe, y'all. Cool. Let's keep it short and, and simple on this one. Thank you for the time. Appreciate it. And everybody else, check out bboydojo.com for the next three episodes of the Knowledge Drop podcast and tutorials and all that good stuff, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Knowledge Drop is out. I'll catch you on the next episode, y'all. Peace, peace, peace. Peace.